Hi friend, I'm Stephanie Weitrup and you're listening to Be Fearlessly Authentic. This is a podcast for all aspects of life, faith, and purpose, grounded in the hope of the word of life itself. We're going to get real because life is messy, but it's also really meaningful. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. Welcome to episode two. I'm so glad that you have decided to tune in for another episode of the Be Fearlessly Authentic podcast. Or maybe this is your first episode. Either way, I'm glad you're here because I am launching a new blog and podcast series called Flip the Script. Now, based on that title, I'm sure you know what it is, but I'm going to share my heart behind it anyway. Right now, our world is just a jumbled mess of confusion, frustration, anger, disconnection, all of the feels. And it can be really easy to stay in that place. Whether you're scrolling through social media, having a conversation with your aunt, maybe you're just trying to go out for a bite to eat and you are confronted with all the opinions all the new rules and regulations, and it's just frustrating sometimes. Even if you are happy about the regulations that we have, it's different. And I think we can all recognize that sometimes different is really hard. So here's the thing. If you're coming to this episode, you're tuning in right now, and you're feeling all of that right now, I don't blame you. I don't condemn you. I am right there with you. Every day I wake up to some new frustration, some new irritation, and I have to flip the script. So that is what this new series is all about. I want to invite you to a space where we can look at our everyday frustrations and pain points, the things that we're reading, seeing, hearing, thinking ourselves, and turn it to a place where we see God moving despite all the messiness and chaos. I am a firm believer that God is working everything for good. For good. And I know it's really hard to see sometimes. My word of the year for the last couple years has been faithful. It's a little different this year, but I was on the word faithful for a while because I just couldn't get it in my head. And it's still something that I will be probably working through the rest of my life. But here's this point that I came to with the word faithful. When I started focusing on this word, I felt like God was saying, Stephanie, you need to be faithful to me. And I just felt the burden of that, saying, God, I want to be obedient. I want to respond and take the steps of faith that you're calling me to take. And I felt that weight for a while. And then I realized it's really hard to be faithful to God if I don't recognize his faithfulness to me. So that's where it all kind of flipped for me. And one day I was in my car and I just felt like God was there. I recognized his presence, but I literally pictured him sitting in heaven, staring down at me, smiling, but just staring down at me, not acting on my behalf. And that's where I realized that's a very inaccurate depiction of God. God is acting. He is moving. He is making things happen even when we don't see it. 
you know what song is coming to my head and I hope it's coming to yours too because God is a way maker and he is moving and shaking things so that you can move forward in your life, but also so that his word, his love, his grace can enter this world in new ways. So flip the script. Whatever you see on social media, whatever you hear from your crazy uncle, whatever is in your own heart that is stirring you toward hopelessness, I want to challenge you to take a couple deep breaths right now. Literally, take a deep breath. Recognize that God is in the midst of everything and he is working it together for his good. And you get to be a part of that. So for this first episode of Flip the Script, I'm talking about how the church is not shut down. That's right. I know you see it everywhere. You may even see it in your own congregations. It feels like the church has closed, and many people are saying that it has. But I want to flip that script. I work in ministry, so obviously this is something that I see and deal with pretty much every day. And you may not work in ministry, but you hopefully are still connected to a church, and things are probably different for your church. Maybe they were different and you've gone back to a little bit more normalcy. Maybe you haven't gone back to any normalcy at all and you feel a little lost. Maybe you don't have a church right now, and that's totally okay. You may be thinking that this is not a good time to get connected and find the right church. I actually want to challenge that and say that this may be a great time for you to find a church because really all the churches are showing their real colors right now. So find a church that you think would be the best fit for you to help grow you in your faith and connect you to a community of believers that will grow alongside of you. Anyway, that's my pitch for church. But as someone who works in ministry and finds a deep calling to carry this burden for the church, I've been really disappointed by some of the things that I've seen online. And honestly, there have been things that have disappointed me in my own experiences. But every time I've seen those things or felt those things myself, I have remembered that I need to flip the script and see how God is moving and how maybe it's not supposed to be normal. Maybe normal is actually what's holding us back. So I thought it would be fun before I shared the blog post um, to literally read you some of the posts that I see or have seen online. Some of them are good, some of them not so good. (laughs) But here's one of them, just to give you an idea. Too bad churches don't believe that your voice matters. Keep them closed at this point. Why bother, right? It's a new way to communicate. This is ridiculous, and every closed church should be ashamed of themselves. Walmart is open. I can riot get an abortion, buy drugs, buy anything really, while the rest of the world is accepting their own fate and their children's. I feel this. Honestly, it's frustrating as a Christian to look at the things that are quote-unquote acceptable right now and what's not. That is a very real feeling, and I don't want to deny that that's okay to feel that way. What I will say is you can't stay there. Another one... (laughs) Kind of makes me laugh looking back at it, but 
here it is. This one actually really spurred me on to write this post as the first flip the script post. I kindly remind you that when Jesus comes, if it were now, he'd be ticked. He would say, my church is locked. I'm locked out of the church. Where are my people? Oh man. Well, I ended up responding to that one online, but you'll hear most of how I responded within the blog post. So I'll keep you waiting on that one. But honestly, just some of these things, now I can look at them and smile a little bit because while I understand it's a very real frustration, I have totally allowed God to flip the script for me and give me a new perspective. Outside of some of the frustrating posts like this, though, I've honestly seen some great responses. I've seen a local church write an open letter to our governor and respectfully explain what worship means to us when our governor told us that uh, we weren't allowed to worship in public together. And I've also seen churches get absolutely angry at each other, which that's been the most heartbreaking for me. I've also heard specific pastors say things like, if your church isn't staying open, if your church isn't defying the government, then maybe you're not really listening to the Holy Spirit. Okay, that was probably paraphrased, but that was the heart of it. If your church has said things like this, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to condemn you, and I don't condemn your pastors, but for your own personal growth, I just hope that you hear this series, specifically this episode, as a little bit of an uncomfortable challenge to think outside the box. Because honestly, every time we think things like this, it is putting God in a box. And I don't want to live that way. I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize that I had such a limited faith because we have really finite minds. And I don't want to worship a God who fits into my finite space. I am thankful that I don't understand everything. And while I have no idea why things happen the way they happen, and why there's so much chaos and pain in the world, I absolutely know the truth that God is here, he is present, but he's not just sitting still, he is fighting for us. He is faithful and he is making a way even in the wilderness. Okay, enough churchy statements. I think it is probably time for you to take a listen in to the first Flip the Script blog post. Here it is. Church is not shut down. This new series started because of a Facebook post that I shared in a moment of excitement. Are circumstances even worthy of excitement right now? Many would argue absolutely not. Hence the name of this blog and podcast series, Flip the Script. We can all agree that things are not great right now. We're stuck at home due to a global pandemic that we're recognizing is going to keep us this way for a while. Tensions are high on social media. Churches are slamming each other for the ways they've either respected the government or laughed in its face. The list goes on. For this initial post in this Flip the Script series, I want to share about something so close to my heart, the church. On March 12th, 2020, which feels like forever ago, the governor of California declared that no gatherings more than 250 people could happen. 
which drastically changed the way many large churches do their services. Here's a glimpse into the Church of California's roller coaster over the last few months. No more than 250 people. Just kidding, you can't meet at all. Okay, you can start meeting again, but no more than 100 or 25% of your building, whichever comes first. If you're meeting in groups, you better be wearing masks. Okay, actually, everyone everywhere better be wearing masks. Sorry, but you can't meet indoors anymore at all. And if you're outside, you should still wear a mask. But also, it's upward of 90 degrees each day, so good luck! In our area, churches were turning against each other as social media ravaged opinion after opinion about how we should conduct ourselves. Respect the government and do church differently. Don't do church on site at all. Or screw the government. We're not going to stop worshiping. All with the underlying belief that we're just doing what God told us to. Honestly, I was so saddened by how we turned on each other. And it felt like some people were saying, if you're not doing it our way, then you're obviously not following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Side note, I would argue that criticizing in that way is not following the leading of the Holy Spirit, but I digress. So what's the good in all of this? Churches are asked to shut down, they're fighting against other churches, people are still scared about COVID, and congregations are completely split down the middle on how they believe, feel, vote, and expect the church to respond. How are church leaders supposed to win in a climate like this? How is anyone supposed to experience joy and peace or find the church to be a safe space when it feels everything is turning against us? Well, let's flip the script, shall we? There are three prominent things I have seen in just the last few weeks that have made me realize God is up to something within the church itself through this tumultuous season. I was walking down the street the first Sunday morning after the new ruling, and I heard a strange sound over the podcast that was playing in my headphones. I took one earpiece out and realized it was a band. More specifically, it was a worship set, and it rang a beautiful hope in my heart. The church is living outside the walls, unleashed for the world to see the love of Jesus in the heart of Christians when they may never have wanted to step foot inside. All the neighbors around these churches open their windows in the morning and now hear groups of people, socially distanced, singing. And they might even hear a message that spreads truth they didn't know they needed. While our walls are a huge blessing to the ministry of spreading the gospel, like everything in life, they can be taken for granted and we can lose sight of how important it is to create opportunities for people to receive the love of God no matter what. I don't think we need to get into arguments over what church should do because we should all be looking to scripture to decide what is best. It comes down to what would Jesus do? But honestly, I've seen this question and answer on Facebook with completely opposite responses. There are three things in the life of Jesus I see that are really important to consider. First, he stood against strict laws that burdened his ministry, like not healing on the Sabbath in Mark 3. He also said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and God what is God's in Mark 12. But finally, he fought against religious strongholds. Basically, any conversation or parable that he shared with the Pharisees showed ways to care for people without the strongholds of the law that they felt were necessary to their faith. The second prominent thing is that the church is seeing a breaking down of religious strongholds because we don't have the absolute freedom of our building the way we used to. Yet, God is still changing lives and moving and shaking things for good. The church building isn't a stronghold for all, but if you find yourself not wanting to worship God or mad because the church is not meeting inside, 
aside from just being mad because the government is trying to control our religious gatherings, then maybe you should consider why the building is such a vital part of your faith. If you've ever felt like the church is stagnant in getting with the times, there's a lot of growth that can be seen in this season. I recognize not every church has had the capability to go online at such a rapid pace or connect on social media, but this season, if nothing else, has forced the church to find its creativity and try new things in ways it never has before. The final thing that I've noticed is that the creativity God has gifted us with is shining through in the ways we are adjusting ministry to work within the confines of respecting government, caring for our people as best as possible, and still holding to the important call to not forsake meeting together that we see in Hebrews 10.25. Just like restaurants are being creative in their outdoor setups, I see the church rising to the occasion so as to not give up but to press forward in new and fresh ways. Actually, the new ways our church specifically is adjusting its sales has really sparked a fresh spirit of energy. It's fun to see what happens when creativity is poured out of chaos instead of cowardice. When we flip the script, we're asking and allowing God to give us fresh perspective, God-sized vision, and a renewed hope for how he might be making something that was meant for evil into something for good. I hope this leaves you thinking, reflecting, and seeing a new way God is moving in your life or in your church's life. Even if your church hasn't been able to get online as quickly, I'm believing that God is still moving, shaking, and stirring things up. Because if all the things of the past haven't stopped God from moving, COVID will not stop his church from moving forward and reaching the lost sheep of this world. I hope that episode leaves you encouraged feeling like God is on the move. And I would love to hear from your church specifically, what is going on? Where are you seeing God moving? And how are you allowing him to flip the script for you? There were a couple things I just wanted to leave with you in closing. One of them, I just wanted to make some clarifications. Throughout this series, we're going to be looking at some negative things we're facing in our world and how we can flip the script to see God moving through them. But that doesn't mean that the negative things are unimportant. And I know that when people tend to look at the positives, it's easy to think that they are just negating the real frustrations that we have. First and foremost, I do not love the requests our government are making right now. I don't agree with people that are saying that if the church is changing their ways, they're not listening to scripture. I also, though, don't blame or shame churches who have decided to keep their buildings open for worship service or those who have totally changed things to try and respect the government. And I cannot wait to get back to weekend services without having to worry about capacities, masks, and being overly concerned about every step we make. But I am recognizing that God is still on the move despite all of that, and we're called to live in the middle to embrace every single person the way that they feel, the way that they're working through this season, the way they're walking through some real pain, and the way that they're frustrated. There are a couple thoughts that some friends shared with me on a recent post that I just want to share with you because I think it's a great way to wrap up our podcast today. One of my friends shared that God is not limited in any way due to the government. Absolutely. God is always in control. 
another friend shared that she's found it easier to actually be able to invite people to church because those who didn't feel comfortable going before physically because of whatever various reasons, it's actually been nice to have an entry point with such a low barrier. All that to say, like I said before, if you don't have a church or maybe you want to invite a friend, now is a better time than any. Reach out, do some research, feel free to ask me if you are looking for a good church in the Northern California area, and find a place to connect in community because that is so crucial to our faith. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I am so excited for this Flip the Script series and what's to come. As always, if you liked this, share it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope that this episode leaves you feeling inspired to be fearlessly authentic in every aspect of your life. <laughs>